So we were called the Mighty Mighty Monotones, and we <laughs> sang. <laughs> Can't believe I've never talked about this. Look out! Here comes treble. I remember once we went camping, and we were camping in a cave. Obviously, you cannot go to the bathroom in a cave. This is rule number one. This is just a thing that they round into you. This is my leave no trace. This is my, I don't know, like, what's a rule that you just have to follow because it's so engraved in your life? I mean, I don't know, but I guess don't poop in a cave would be up there. (laughs) Well, that's mine, is don't poop in a cave. I don't know. Where do you sit on seatbelts? Like, some people have to do the seatbelts, some people don't. I just cannot poop in a cave. It's just not a thing I do. So we all went there, and this was the first camp out for a lot of the scouts. And scoutmasters, like, first thing, like, when we get to the, the pickup spot, nobody poop in the cave. Whole drive out there into the desert. A scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent, and doesn't poop in a cave. Like, they drilled it into our minds. We get there. We're having fun. And one of the kids gets diarrhea. And... You're like, don't poop in the cave. Don't poop in the cave. So he goes, he, he goes outside and he pooped directly in front of the cave. Like you couldn't get in or out of the cave without stepping in his poop. It was so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> and everyone's like, well, technically we can't get mad at you because you followed the rules, but we're mad at you because you did it wrong. Go poop over there. <laughs> we have this entire desert. You have literally miles and miles of empty Idaho to poop in and you poop here. This is bad. I mean, go anywhere else. But you, you also ingrained it in them so much. They heard it so much that all he's thinking is cave, 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 cave. And so he just instinctively went <laughs> towards a cave. And by the time he had to poop, it's like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> and there it is at the mouth of the cave. And technically, I'm not in the cave, so I'm still okay. I'm sorry I ruined scouts for everybody. The problem is, I mean, everyone went, would go out to pee. Everyone started to realize, oh, the bucket face pooped right there. Don't step there. Go around it. No one told me. And so I wake up really early in the morning, and I had to pee really bad. Not going to pee in the cave. I'm a decent human being. Going outside. Do-do-do-do-do. Squish. I stepped in his poop, dude. I stepped in his poop. I've been thinking a lot about our mortal bodies and how they are just like the worst thing and everything is bad about them and they fall apart and we die. And that sucks. Good thoughts at 37. <laughs> it's fun time. Our lives are at halftime. <laughs> it's time to think about the rest of the game. The part of the game where you're tired and it probably already been decided and nothing good's going to happen. We're just riding out that clock. Yeah, man. Hey. Yeah. This is all I think about. Wait, way to wake me up and be cheery, Jason. Is it Seattle? Is that what does it? I don't think about these things out here in Virginia. <laughs> no, so we're coming out of the droopy times. Like, as a city, we're just taking a deep breath and like, okay, we don't have to think about suicide for the next four months. This is awesome. The sun's out. Guns out. Or if you prefer buns. Whichever you rock better, get them out. So you just walk up and down the sidewalk outside your house, just waiting for somebody to walk by and, excuse me, excuse me, buns or guns? <laughs> but would you have buns or guns? No, you have to choose one. <laughs> No, you can just tell. There are people who 
because you have them out. When the sun's out, either your buns or your guns are out. And you look at the person and you're like, okay, guns. Or you look at the person and you're like, hey, buns. Okay, creepy dude. <laughs> what if I walk down and I've just got a regular short sleeve shirt on, not a cutoff, and jeans? What am I? You're not taking advantage of the sun. The sun's out, sir. True. That's what you say to them. The sun is out, sir. I would like to see the guns, too. Well, at that point, I would assume, okay, this person does not celebrate sun's out. Maybe they celebrate rock out. But I don't want to see your cock out, so I don't turn on any music. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's going to stop them. No music, sir. Sorry, sir. Put that back in. Can't have your cock out. No one's rocking out. But if you want your clam out without any jam out, that's fine. You realize what clam is, right? <laughs> yeah. Please don't walk down the sidewalk with your clam out. Seattle's a weird place. I I guess. Like I said, there's things that I just don't worry about these things out here in Virginia. And I, I guess that's the difference. I don't have to worry about... I, I don't have to worry about a, a seasonal affective disorder near as much, but also <laughs> clams out. There are not a lot of clams out. Good. Some people wandering around downtown with their buns out that should not have their buns out. So, you know, it is what it is. Yes. Their their bottom biscuits are a little wrinkly. Uh, their bottom biscuits already come with gravy. Oh, <laughs> you're evil because that simultaneously made me think of that and with regards to people. And that's disgusting. But also it made me not want biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I saw a homeless person masturbate once and a bunch of kids asked me if he was sinning. So it's confirmed if we ever meet, you're coming here. so maybe this is what we need to do jason this is just a suggestion well it's all you can give at this point unless you're going to show up right down there at my doorway and chuck my keys then this is only a suggestion i'm not touching anything that's been in your pockets that's just a rule i have anything that's been in jason's pants i ain't touching so your keys are safe you change them from pockets to pants that's not fair (laughs) also i don't keep my keys in my pants i keep them on my belt loop so (laughs) haha what are you a janitor (laughs) it's easier access just shut up and move on no, wait. It's what? The keys are on this belt loop, and then they tuck into my back pocket, and that's where I keep them until I need them. You sit on your keys? They're not really sitting on. They're kind of a, a, a side. You don't make any sense. <laughs> All right, I'm going to figure this out for you. Okay, so I'm coming. I'm not going to take away your keys because they're in your pocket. Oh, that'll keep them in my pocket. I keep them attached like a janitor. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes! What are these decisions that you made? Are your pants so tight in your weird skinny jean world that you can't get your keys out of your pocket like a normal human being? It's mostly that they're big, so that I can't fit them in my pockets. Uh, it's not because of the tight pants. I know how big a key is! Can't say they're big. I have the the big key fob thing that goes with the car, because the car is not a turn the key in the ignition and go. It is a push the button and go. So it's a big thing. I can't put that in my pocket, so I put it on the outside. So I don't have to get my keys out when I go to my car. It just op- opens automatically. I sit down, I push the start button, and I go. And trust me, it is a shit show when I have to drive my wife's car, where you do have to get the keys out and actually use them. I'm just like, your car sucks. <laughs> your car's not from the future. Terrible. Okay, let's knock through this. When you have to get in your front door, do you have to unhook the keys from your belt loop? Yes, and they're on a carabiner, so it's not hard. Okay, so they're on a beaner, not a... Wait, 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 wait. Do people actually call those beaners? Because that feels like something totally different. 
Carabiner. Is that a slang term? I've never heard carabiner called a beaner. You've never been rock climbing in Idaho, I guess. That's only... I've never been rock climbing, period. I own like 10 carabiners and none of them are good for climbing. Thank you very much. <laughs> Why are you proud of that? That's a mistake. You Once again, you had a thing and you used it wrong. Carabiners were, as we call them in the know, beaners, which, yes, sounds like a horrible thing, but it's short for carabiner, okay? I can't call them carries. That doesn't make any sense. They're beaners. That is absolutely the Australian term for them. <laughs> hey, you got your carry there. You leap it on the rock and... Yeah, Australians don't use ropes when they rock climb. That's not hard enough. They just use their hands? Yeah, they just they just man it up that thing. Buck naked. <laughs> Going up the mountain. Yeah. It gives you your fifth point of contact. You just <laughs> hump oh. a LaRue and you climb on up there. Oh, ow, pain. All right, where were we? <laughs> um... So you have a pack of gum that doesn't fit in your thing, so you put it on a carabiner, and now it's hard to get into your house. I don't trust you to make decisions anymore. I make wonderful decisions that benefit me, myself, and I. I keep my family out of them because I love them and I don't want them to be hurt. My keys are not a part of any of that. (laughs) How many keys do you have? So I have, like, two fobs and two keys. And also, like, eight. Uh, loyalty card things on my on my keys because I got lots of places to go. You have your loyalty cards on your keys, flopping around. They're not flopping around because they're on this weird like switchblade looking thing that they come out like <laughs> flip out like that. It's my wife hates it. I love how weak you are that you think that cards stacked next to each other is like a switchblade. <laughs> I don't think I'm a badass. It condenses them so they're in a smaller space and they come out like a switchblade. That's what it looks like. Where are we? What's the point? You, you want me to stop eating fast food, so now we've been talking about my keys for the last 10 minutes. Okay, no, here's another thing. We're going to get back to my original plan. How do you sneak up on people? I've been a janitor. I've had keys on the side. They did with every step you take, and you're obnoxious as all get out. You are a woman in high heels and a guy wearing cowboy boots dancing together everywhere you go. Everyone hates you. That was the case until I saw one day a coworker use the whole tuck into the back pocket method, and I thought, oh, that's clever. And I did that, and I'm like, no more noise. So. Your solution to having keys in your pocket was to hang them from your belt. And then your solution for having keys hanging from your belt was to put them in your pocket while still on your belt. Do you realize what is wrong with you? (laughs) This really is an episode of Seinfeld because there's nothing, nothing of import here that we're talking about. So I'm like, I need to know more about this. So I've been reading up on it, and I'm like, well, how do I really like to learn things now? It's not through reading stuff. It's mostly through YouTube videos. So I went on YouTube, and I searched crabbing, and all these crabbing videos came up. It's mostly guys out there holding up big, ugly crabs or shots of crab pots or something like that. But there's one that is just a picture of some lady in a bikini bent over to throw out a crab pot, so her butt's showing to the camera really well. And I'm like, well, i got to put that on the list. Well, putting that on the list has somehow got me into... A whole new YouTube genre that I did not know exists, but now I definitely know exists. And that is hot chicks in bikinis going fishing. You are nodding your head like you have gone down this hole. No, no, no. I'm not myself, but I can absolutely imagine this. 
that is not surprising at all. Many of them are probably like Midwestern guys that like film their girlfriend in their bikini while they go out fishing. And that's just the video you're going to watch now when your family walks in on you. (laughs) Hand check, dad. (laughs) Google it. Actually, don't in this case. Don't Google it. Yeah, it's it's a very popular genre where, you know, you have to investigate a little bit because I need to talk about this on the shows. I'm like, how popular are these things? Very popular. The question is, the people that are watching it, are they cranking it to the woman or the fish? <laughs> I have to imagine there's a good sampling of both. I mean, why not both? But eventually, like, a you know, go to the market and you see fresh fish and you get rock hard and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, that's a problem, because I go to the Pike Place Market where they throw the fish all the time. They're throwing them back and forth, and you're just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Let me have this tiny fish to cover me up. <laughs> that's right, I said tiny fish. I was going to say giant, like, nice big bass, but I was like, nah, let's not kid ourselves. A little perch would do. <laughs> <laughs> or more like a chub. Well done. Because a chub is a kind of fish. It is. So that's the only time I've had fun fishing, is playing on <laughs> Super Nintendo. <laughs> And when you catch, like, the the littlest, tiniest, worthless fish, and you keep catching them over and over, and it's a chub. The first time I saw that and just laughed, and I told my brother, did you see that? And he's like, yeah, it's, got, it's a chub. It's kind of, it's a type of fish. And I'm like, no way! That's also what you know. He's like, yeah. I get it. It's also a boner. <laughs> and you keep fishing more, you pull out, like, an engorged vagina. I'm like, oh, this is an interesting fish name. Uh, the Indonesian engorged vagina. Yes. We're eating good tonight, fellas. Google it. Absolutely do not Google that. Do not. That's not even a YouTube hole. It's just a hole. Yeah, it's just that's literally and figuratively a hole. Well, this one's not going to air. What are we doing next? So I won't go into the epic manifestos that my daughter writes and illustrates on a daily basis, but I did just learn a lot about her imaginary friend that I've never known. She's had an imaginary friend for the last few years now called Nothing. And whenever no one will play with her, she plays with Nothing. And she and Nothing go on all these great adventures. And Nothing lives in our chimney. Yesterday, I found out for the first time that Nothing, the imaginary friend of my almost six-year-old daughter, is two. Two years old. Okay, very very young nothing. She won't play with real two-year-olds. Why is she playing with this fake two-year-old? Because it doesn't talk back. It does what she wants to. That's why you don't play with two-year-olds, because they're terrible. It's in the name. So when you invent one yourself, then you don't have to worry about all the terrible stuff. You just make up the good things. So I should just make up my own teenagers, and then maybe I won't be scared of teenagers anymore. I mean, that's a very healthy way to look at it, yes. You should, do, you should totally do that. <laughs> Create a teenager in your mind so when you finally have a teenager, you won't have to worry so much. Oh, I thought you were going to say that it was healthy to just have imaginary teenagers that I talk to all yeah, the that, time. Yeah, well, that's that, that's part and parcel of it, yeah. You absolutely should talk to imaginary teenagers while you're at work. That will only go well. Well, I think we should uh, call a doctor for Steve. He keeps talking to Jackie. Oh, uh, no, we should call <laughs> the cops on Steve. Jackie's 14. <laughs> but she doesn't exist. It's not a beautiful mind. It's okay. She's not real. I did this on purpose. This is so that I won't be scared of my daughter when she's 14. Go to some empty lot and just stand there and like stare at the empty lot. And people are like, what's he doing? He's being a creep at the imaginary high school. (laughs) (laughs) 
He does this every day. It's so creepy, but not for the reasons you think. Here's the funny part. The imaginary resource officer is about to come out and chase him off. <laughs> Just running along around this imaginary, this empty lot. <laughs> What's he doing? Oh, the imaginary cops are chasing him. He's been hanging out at this imaginary school for way too long. He actually has an imaginary restraining order, but he won't follow it. That'd be a great thing to watch from an office window. <laughs> oh, here's where they slap the imaginary cuffs on him. <laughs> slam yourself down on the hood of your car. <laughs> oh, they're really going to imaginarily go rough on him today. <laughs> Just acting like I'm getting kicked in the stomach while I shout out, Jackie! Steve Shinney, imaginary pervert. None of this stuff is real. Just reminding everyone. Jackie's not real. This high school's not real. My uh, criminal past's also not No, real. it's all imaginary. That's what we're talking about. That's... Yeah. You can't talk your way out of this one. You already said it's not real. We know that. But the fact that you think it's real means we all need to keep an eye on it. It's probably for the best. <laughs> Based on my diet, you know for a fact that I've probably never had Wheaties, so that's not a problem. My, my Wheaties consumption is not affected by this. I shudder to ask, what is your breakfast cereal of choice? Is it the Costco Unicorn Cupcake Cereal? No, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The ridiculously sugary ones that they bring out, that are that those ones are, yeah, I can't do that. Like the chocolate cereals, any of those, those are terrible. You don't like Cocoa Puffs? No. Chocolate in, like, that kind of form in breakfast or whatever is, is just... Cookie Crisp sounds like the best idea when you're a kid. And then you actually have it, and it's like, these are terrible. Cookie Crisp is fine. What I can't stand that I do not understand the popularity of, Fruit Loops. Who wants lemons and milk? Fruit Loops is like Fruity Pebbles to me or something like that. If you're eating that, you're not eating... Also, lemons and milk. You're not eating a single one. You don't actually taste that taste. It's just a, an amalgamation of fruit ish flavors in your mouth and sooner or later you're going to get down to the bottom and there's just a few in the bowl and you scoop up just the yellow one and you're eating lemons and milk i don't eat cereal with milk never what ruins the experience okay so this is why you don't like cocoa puffs you don't know how cereal works that's what makes cocoa puffs amazing is you eat the cocoa puffs and then you have the best chocolate milk left over in the bowl that you get to drink after i would have to heartily disagree with that that cannot be good chocolate milk this is where you draw the line. This is where you're like, no, this is the garbage that will not go into the temple. That's my body. Thank you very much. Oh, if you want to go there, then coagulated pig's blood. That's also something I will not put in my body. <laughs> this is a strange line for you to take. Oh, no. It's, I, I understand that literally everybody eats their cereal with milk, and I'm fine being the weirdo that does not. I never have, and I never... Well, that's not... I never have. I tried it, and it, it, it's ruined it, so I never will again. So when you ate the apple cereal that gave you diarrhea... You just ate that dry. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. All cereal, dry. So I'm very curious about the logistics of how you go about your cereal consumption. Do you bother with a bowl? Yeah, of course I eat a, with a bowl. And then you eat it with a spoon. Yeah, a, a bowl and a spoon. I don't, my eating habits aren't so weird that I'm eating with like chopsticks or something. This is weird because how do you eat your trail mix? Do you pour trail mix in a bowl and eat it with a spoon? I don't eat trail mix. It's disgusting. It's peanuts, raisins, and M&M's. Don't mess with raisins. <laughs> raisins? You don't like raisins? Texture is nasty. It's chewy, but not in a good way. 
Don't make me quote every mother ever and call them nature's candy. Go right ahead. I hate nature. (laughs) Give me the real candy over there. I don't want nature's candy. Nature made this for you. Nature can F off. (laughs) Give me the sweet tarts. <laughs> Sweet tarts is like the grossest candy there is. It's a candy. It's the first one that came to mind. My daughter ate it this morning. <laughs> okay, I'm like it's like slightly tangy tums, just what I want in my Halloween candy. I can mess up some tums too. <laughs> That's very good candy. Okay, so if you got one of those big family share bags of M and M's, are you gonna pour it into a bowl and eat it with a spoon? Not a spoon. No, they're candy. Okay. Candy with a spoon. That's all cereal is if you don't put milk on it. I mean, I, my my wife definitely has asked me, if you don't eat with milk, why do you bother with a spoon? And to that I say, I'm a broken man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I've tried. I tried. And uh, some of it gets messy. So my hands get all messy. And so I don't bother with that. But I mean, the drier ones like Captain Crunch, I still will pick up with my spoon because you eat Captain Crunch without milk. Yes. How do you still have a mouth to podcast with? I don't get why people say that. Captain Crunch shreds your mouth up. That doesn't happen to me. I take back every time I've called you a wuss because (laughs) you have been Shaolin Monk training your mouth for years with dry cereal and jamming with a spoon for some reason so that you can be the one guy who can stand up to the cap'n. I mean, okay, that's amusing, and I, I mean, donkeys kick, so that's that's not necessarily... Yeah, but that's like the most Idaho thing ever. I had to marry a woman with the same name as the donkey that kicked me in the nuts. Well, I thought it was until you told me that goats are raised for their blood, and <laughs> all the other crazy-ass stuff you've said about that state. You're right, that would sound like a very Idaho thing, but now I've got worse examples. Half the stuff you attribute to Idaho, you have just made up and said, that's an Idaho thing. And the other half is totally true and we deserve it. The fun part about that game is you can't tell which is which. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's the one thing I've learned from doing this podcast with you. I'm trying to think of something really good to throw in there. You don't need to. Save it. Well, I've, I've I've done a lot of them. It's the problem. Everyone can literally be its own podcast. (laughs) <laughs> Several of them have been. Yeah, I, I have some on the list. I do need to talk about the most Idaho Valentine I've ever done, but that's going to come later. That deserves its own podcast closer to Valentine's Day. Yeah, that one's for the lovers out there. <laughs> so you'll never love again. Virginia's for lovers. Idaho's for idiots. <laughs> you could be an idiot and a lover. Idaho's for keeping those you love far, far away. <laughs> Idaho is for political dissidents. Or that, sure. Put that on a bumper sticker. Uh, I need to find it. There's a, a graphic of uh, states that are afraid of gorillas, and only Idaho is not afraid of gorillas. Let me find this real quick. Because you have a lot of them? Why is Idaho not afraid of gorillas? I don't know. Well, we're not. Okay, but what what metric are you deciding? It's actually this? an autocomplete. Idaho is not afraid of gorillas. I'll attribute that to like strength or bravery. I think it's just dumb. <laughs> we'll know any better. No, why would you be afraid of gorillas? First off, they could be violent and they could kill you. I've seen Congo. We live in a state full of bears and rattlesnakes. A gorilla is hardly a problem. That's it. Idaho, you win this round. Not afraid of gorillas. Weirdos. Not afraid of gorillas. (laughs) It's because you saved us so much goat's blood. 
You'll drink that and it will make you strong enough to fight off the gorillas. <laughs> you could make like probably a really good protein shake with goat's blood as one of the protein providers. That would probably do really good. It probably wouldn't. <laughs> it probably tastes vile, but any blood inside a protein shake is a bad idea. Coagulated pig blood is actually not bad. 